Hello and welcome to the Monday, November 28th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storms and Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Now we are lucky that many of our handlers are actually not living in the US, so they didn't get the long weekend and as a result we still ended up with some great diaries. Just want to point out a couple here. First one, Didier. Didier wrote a neat little tool to extract shellcode from JavaScript. Of course, if you're dealing with JavaScript exploits, they often do transmit shellcode as part of the JavaScript and uh, Didier's little Python script will make it pretty easy to extract the code, including Unicode encoded and hexadecimal encoded characters. And then Russ is talking about Scapy. Scapy, of course, being one of my all-time favorite tools. And well, there are a couple of reasons why you would use a tool like Scapy to craft packets. First of all, it's a ton of fun. So that's one reason why you may want to do it. Secondly, you may have a snort signature for an attack for which you luckily in some cases don't have a sample for. So you need to create something that will trigger that snort signature in order to make sure that it's actually working. So Russ walks you through the process of creating a simple HTTP request uh, using Scapy in order to check whether or not one of the signatures for Cozy Duke, which is uh, one of these APT threats that has made the news recently, also known as uh, Cozy Bear or Fancy Bear. But they, either way, of course, with these APT attacks, well, you don't see them every day, so it's a little bit hard to check whether or not the signature is effective. And that's exactly where uh, this Scapy script will help you with. And you can easily modify it for other signatures. And Checkpoint is reporting that they found a vulnerability in Facebook's image upload feature that would allow an attacker to expose victims to malicious code via instant messages sent via Facebook. Essentially what the attacker does here is the attacker uploads a crafted image to Facebook and then sends that image via direct message to the victim. The victim then opens the image, has really no idea that this is actually not really just an image and then malicious code will execute on the victim system that will then launch whatever malicious application the attacker would like to execute. Of course, we have seen vulnerabilities in image parsers before. It's not really clear if this is yet another case of a vulnerable image parser or if this is something else. Checkpoint is pretty tight-lipped at this point about the nature of the vulnerability. They say they're waiting for Facebook uh, to uh, take countermeasures in order to prevent exploitation of this vulnerability before they actually are going to release details. Now, Checkpoint doesn't have any real evidence that uh, this vulnerability is being used to actively spread ransomware, but they state that they did see a lot of ransomware spread via social media sites like Facebook, and they assume that this particular trick is used to spread this malware. 
And if you are living in San Francisco, you may have noticed that the local public transport didn't charge any fares for this weekend. Well, this wasn't just because they wanted to encourage people to buy even more on Black Friday. Instead, uh, this was due to ransomware that infected the San Francisco public transport, also known as Mooney Computer Systems. And as a result, they had to shut down their ticket machines, which left them no other choice than to just not charge for any rides on the public transit system. Apparently, the ransom in this particular case amounts to 100 bitcoins, which, of course, about $60,000 or so right now. So I guess they're looking for other ways to get their systems back to normal. And of course, everything that has smart cars and Teslas in the headline automatically gets a lot of attention, even if it is, in my opinion, a somewhat lame and overhyped vulnerability. In the latest case, it's a vulnerability in Tesla's app. At least that's how it's built. But in order to actually exploit the vulnerability, a victim would have to install malware on the phone. The malware will then actually modify the Tesla app and replace or steal authentication tokens from the app and use them in order to attack the car. So really not so much a vulnerability in the app itself, more in the Android ecosystem. This particular attack was demonstrated in particular against Android. And of course, it does not just require that the user installs the malicious app. It also requires a privilege escalation by that app in order to actually break out of the sandbox. To justify considering this a vulnerability, the author does point out that many Android phones are out of date and as a result suffer from privilege escalation vulnerabilities. So in other words, uh, keep your phone up to date or applications may get manipulated if you install malware. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening. By the way, I used the long weekend to make some improvements to the podcast process based on the survey we did recently. There is now a little bit of better player on the website. If you have any issues uh, that arise with this player or any of the other modifications I made, uh, please uh, let me know. Thanks and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.